Welcome to the Business Simplified podcast. 2020 has certainly brought some challenges for us all, and I think that it's only fitting that we actually start off the podcast by talking about this elephant in the room. There's no point us leaving it alone and not addressing it. We need to talk about this, how it's impacting you and your business, and some ways to move forward through this challenging time. Hi, I'm Tracy Leake, and I've been at every stage of small business from struggling through to success. For the last 15 years, I've been coaching small business owners to have more profit with less stress in their business. This podcast is the how for business. So grab a cuppa and let's get started. Welcome to the Business Simplified Podcast. Okay, if you're listening to this episode close to when I'm releasing it, you don't need to understand what I mean by the elephant in the room. You know it and you can see it. But maybe you might be coming to listen to this podcast maybe years after it's released and have no idea what we're talking about because the elephant in the room has left, finally, hopefully, and that day will be nice for sure. This doesn't mean that what I'm going to share with you today is any less relevant in the years to come than it is today. It's just the elephant will be a different elephant. Today's elephant is COVID-19. In the years to come, it could be something different. I've been coaching for 15 plus years now, and I've had and seen many elephants. The global financial crisis, floods, bushfires, health challenges, changes in government, the list goes on. But the things I'm going to share with you today that are relevant for doing business during COVID-19 are the same principles and ideas that are relevant no matter what crisis, what tough time you individually or in your area, or as in this case, the world is going through. So I have seven points to help you through tough times. The first point is you need to make a decision and you need to make it just once. Once you have made the decision, you don't waver. You don't change your mind. You stay focused on that one decision. What is that decision? In the event of a crisis or challenge, is it going to make you or is it going to break you? That simple. At the beginning of COVID, I made the decision on the day they named it a world pandemic, I simply said, this time is going to make me. I'm going to take whatever challenges are placed in front of me and this will be a time that I'll look back on and realise that it was the making of me. So many people decided that they would allow it to break them. They basically surrendered to what was happening and had a foot out the door before they even began. Now, don't get me wrong. When I say make me, for some business owners, that will actually mean that they're about to go through the hardest time of their life. They may lose their business or have to close their doors. But does that signal the end? No. Suppose I've had some experience of this. When I was diagnosed with my brain tumour, I had a brain tumour if you didn't know. (laughs) I'm all okay now. But that event was probably one of the worst times of my life in that moment. But now I look back and I can say without a doubt that it was the making of me. Well, at least one of the moments that has made me who I am today. I have a strong belief that everything happens for a reason. The challenge is that sometimes we don't know what that reason is in the moment. I didn't know why I had this tumour growing inside my head and my only focus was how to get rid of it. But now I look back and I can see that this was a pivotal time in my life And it changed the direction of my life for the better. So now every time I'm faced with a challenge or a crisis in life, I simply ask myself if this will be one of those pivotal moments that makes me. 
Because if it isn't going to make me, then it's going to break me. And I don't want that. For a brain tumour, if I'd decided to allow it to break me, well, I don't think I need to say where that could go. For COVID, break me, for me, for me personally, if I decide to allow this time right now, whilst we're in the thick of it, if I have decided to allow it to break me right now, that's me giving up on all of my hopes and dreams. I can't say how those hopes and dreams will turn out, but I know that if I give up, they won't happen at all. What decision have you made during this time? Is COVID or whatever crisis you are in right now, is it going to make you or is it going to break you? Then once you've made this decision, don't look back. You don't drive a car by looking in the rearview mirror 95% of the time. You take glances back, but you're looking and moving forward. This is not some rah-rah positive motivational BS either. This is about being resilient and strong in the face of crisis. Sure, I've had my meltdowns too. Don't think I'm always strong. My meltdowns, which means I just have a good old cry, are usually about other people and clients that I can see are struggling, that I feel like I'm just not doing enough to help them. I avoid the poor little old me cries now, but if you have them, that's okay. The point is not whether or not you have them, but how long you stay in them for. This is the decision of make me or break me. Even in those dark places, you have to stop and ask yourself the question, is this going to make me or break me? And that is not a question you ask to make the decision because you've already made the decision, right? This question is to remind you of the decision you've already made. The second point for tough times is you need to be flexible and adaptable. In small business, you have to be more like a sailing boat that can change direction quickly when the wind changes. You tack, you change sails, you move with the conditions. If you run your business more like a train that can only move backwards and forwards on designated tracks, then you will struggle in times of crisis. Being flexible and adaptable is basically a fancy way of saying you need to change. Or the one that everyone is using in the moment is the word pivot. The reason we use these other words is because as humans, we generally don't like change. The thought of having to change will bring up a lot of subconscious patterns, thoughts and actions. Moments of crisis also bring up a lot of fear and uncertainty. And that's what COVID has certainly given us in spades. No one knows when it will end. No one knows if they will get it. No one knows how long it will last. I mean, even the medical profession is scrambling, not only to help those that are sick right now, but what are the potential long-term effects? How exactly does it spread? How could it potentially mutate? Tony Robbins wrote about it in one of his books, and sorry, I can't remember which one, but it was definitely Tony Robbins. And I'm a bit bad at remembering where I heard or read things, so just remember that for the future. But Tony Robbins speaks about the six human emotional needs, their growth, Love and connection, significance, contribution and certainty, and uncertainty. We all need all six, but at varying levels. So we all need certainty in our lives. For example, to wake up each day and know that gravity still exists as a really simplistic example. But we also need enough uncertainty to give us variety. Otherwise, it just feels like Groundhog Day. But these must be in some sort of balance for all of us. Enough certainty to give us confidence and enough uncertainty to give us variety. The challenge in a crisis, 
the uncertainty levels go through the roof and puts this out of balance. We have too much uncertainty in our lives. It leaves us with fear. And what is fear? Fear is the initialism for false expectations appearing real. We look to the what ifs of a situation and usually the potential negative outcomes. The problem with fear is that even though it's a false expectation, in that moment, when you have that fear inside of you, it doesn't feel false. It feels really, really real. So when you're in a business in times of crisis, we need to be flexible and adaptable. We need to change with the situation. This takes conscious effort and awareness because fear can creep up and devour you and you don't even see it coming. I have this little tip for you. You need to talk to yourself, not listen to yourself. What do I mean by that? We all have that little voice in our head that speaks to us. The problem is that little voice is usually negative and fear-driven. I like to think of it like that comic scenario of having the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other. This voice is the devil. If we listen to that voice, it's usually trying to protect us, steer us away from fear because it's the voice of survival. But the problem is it usually isn't the voice we need to listen to. That's why I say you need to talk to yourself. Now, I actually talk to myself like out loud, or at least when I'm not in public, people might think I've gone a little crazy. But if that voice is saying give up, then I don't want to listen to that. I then talk to myself. Maybe I might say to myself or out loud or in my head, no, I'm not giving up because I made the decision to get through this situation and it's going to make me. I'm not giving up because that's just fear talking. Now, I've used a really simple example here, but that voice in your head could be telling you all sorts of garbage, like that you're not good enough, that you don't deserve to own a business, that you're not smart enough, you don't know what you're doing. All lies, by the way, total and utter garbage. Stop listening to that voice. So as humans, we're designed to resist change for fear of survival. But as business owners, we must look at this change and work out how to be flexible and adaptable to the situations presented to us and change with a calm and considered thought process, not changing because of fear. The third tip is you need to not go into denial about the situation. Sometimes in a crisis situation, it's really easy to just put your head in the sand. And this is a mistake. To be able to move through a crisis, you need to know your position and the factors that could alter that. In business, this is knowing your cash flow because for most crisis situations, such as COVID, they are also accompanied with an economic downturn. And you need to be aware of how this can affect you and your business. Don't get me wrong, doing a cash flow projection when things are tight is a pretty painful process, but at the same time, it's more painful if you don't know what your cash flow position is. You spend too much money on things that are not essential, and then you run out of money. What's that saying? You can't unring a bell? As soon as you can, sit down and do cash flow projection. Money in and money out. How much backup or buffer money do you have? What is the minimum amount of sales you need to make to get through this time? Absolutely trim or cut expenses. Get rid of those things that are additional things you can do without. Don't go crazy. I once walked into a business that was kind of dark. Like you could see, but it was dark. They had the lights turned off. I asked. They were cutting expenses. Don't go crazy or straight out stupid, but maybe there's some expenses you can do without. 
I understand this can be confronting and bring up a lot of fear, but you need to know your numbers, how many sales you need to make, just how far your money can last, what your expenses are. Sometimes you'll be surprised at just how much money you are spending on things that you can do without. This is not just in business, but also personally. At the beginning of the GFC about 10 years ago, a mentor of mine told us to cut all of our fixed expenses in half. Yes, half. So I did what he said. I even sold my car that was leased by my business and and bought a cheap secondhand car. I got through the GFC, put my pride to the side and worked out what needed to happen. What really happened was I reduced my stress, not just my expenses. And that is what then allowed me to focus on growing my business rather than stressed about my expenses. I play this little game with myself in my business. I have a cash flow projection that I update every day. Yeah, every day. I got into this habit before I became a coach because I was updating it daily out of necessity, not choice. And it's still a habit that I do still 17, 18 years later, and it's a great habit to have. So I play this game where I see how far out I can stretch my cash flow before I need to make another sale. I may not have all that money in my account, but I have clients on a retainer so I can assume with a fairly high accuracy that they won't disappear, but I see how far I can make my cash flow go. Now, I don't sit around for months without making more sales, but what it does help me is to not feel the pressure to make sales. I'm not turning up to a sales appointment with that, you know, smell of desperation all over me. I've made it a game with myself because at one time in my life, It was a game of survival, not of fun. I can remember knowing I had enough to get through the next week before I needed to make a sale. I just kept fronting up to that cash flow projection and kept working on this game of how far in front I could get. When you start seeing that you are a month ahead, then the fun begins and you can keep going. When you start to know you're set for the year, that's like a massive achievement. So if you're wondering if you can make it through the week, I've been there. You know, when you have more month than money, but if you don't look at this, if you're not aware of it, then it will be devastating to you and your family. At least if you know, then you can start to juggle, work around with things that will actually help rather than juggling with items that will not make any difference at all. Don't go through denial during a crisis. Tip number four during COVID or any crisis or challenging situation is how can you use this time to your advantage? Within every obstacle, there is always an opportunity. Sometimes the opportunities are well disguised and potentially hidden, but there is always an opportunity. Maybe just as with the last point, there is an opportunity to look at your expenses. What appears to be an obstacle of tight cash flow could also be the opportunity to trim expenses, find ways to be more profitable, that when the crisis is over, you don't return to old normal spending habits and increase the profit of your business. There is a real opportunity right now to renegotiate your commercial leasing. I have one franchise group that I'm working with that has a real opportunity to take on new commercial premises. Yes, to take out new leases on properties that are currently sitting vacant and costing the landlord money. There are deals to be found if you look for them. Maybe you could find a new opportunity, a new service or product line in your business that you never realised you could offer, but now you can see how you could easily add that to your business. Look at the number of manufacturers, including fashion lines, that are now making fashionable face masks for people to wear during COVID. 
I saw one online fashion retailer that was selling masks that matched their clothing, as in the same material and everything. Now, that's finding an opportunity and making a fashion statement at the same time. Your opportunity could simply be to show your customers just how much you care and the level of customer service that you're actually providing. During a crisis or a challenging time, most people use what is called an inward focus. That is, they're thinking about themselves. How will we get through this? Have we got enough money to survive? Many business owners do this as well, but in challenging times, it can decrease and affect your customer service. Customers can see your stress. They can feel your stress. Maybe you're just not as happy. You have to put on a brave face and use what is called an outward focus. You need to focus on the person that is in front of you, not yourself. Focus on your customers. When COVID first hit, I contacted my customers, even those that were just doing my online courses, not in personal contact with me. I just reached out and some was simply an email saying, are you okay? Thinking about you at this time. For some of my customers, it meant having extra catch-ups, extra calls, extra meetings. They were additional to what they were paying me for, but it's an outward focus. Do more. Go the extra mile. Not only will this keep your customers coming back to you, it's an opportunity to set yourself apart from your competitors. Now, I do this naturally all of the time because I love to help people, but stop and think about what you're doing in your business. Are you focusing on helping your customers? Have you got an outward focus? Because when this is all over, and that will be one day, your customers will remember the people that went the extra mile, the ones that helped them out. I have a franchise or client, it's actually two guys, but I think absolutely showed what it is to have an outward focus. Most people miss this, but the clients or customers of a franchisor are actually the franchisees. The end user of that franchise business are actually the customers of the franchisees. The franchisor's clients or customers are the franchisees and they help them to help their clients or customers. Now, these two guys handled COVID like pros. When we went into our first lot of restrictions and that first lockdown period, their businesses were forced to close completely by the government due to the nature of the business. And these guys did some amazing stuff. They immediately froze all franchise fees. Yep, they froze all of the fees. Yes, they still had to run their business as the franchisor, but if the franchisees had no income... They also said they would have no income. They then set out to help the franchisees to use this time to renovate their stores, set up educational sessions for them, had guests come in to present, and yes, I was lucky enough to be one of them. They communicated with the end user customer and created a real wow deal for when the stores reopened and the franchisees reopened with cash flow and sales. They went the extra mile. They didn't focus on the... They had no income. They focused on how we could get the franchisees through this time. Not only did they get through it, they came out of it better than when they went in. They also had fun, by the way. I did hear that they did a wine and cheese and charades via Zoom one night that was scheduled for just an hour that uh, lasted five hours. So they certainly came together as a team. Outward focus. How can you help your customers? I had another client in the home services trades uh, who early in COVID, during that stupid time of panic buying, 
that when he was doing some work in an elderly lady's home, he stopped and chatted to her, at a social distance of course, to make sure she was okay. She told this young man that she was too scared to go to the grocery store and she was almost knocked over and was scared that if she went back, she could actually be knocked over and that she'd break a hip. Imagine living like this. I'm so proud of this guy. He finished the job at her house. He went down to the store and bought like $100 worth of staple groceries and delivered them back to his elderly customer, free of any charge. Didn't even want money for the groceries. Do you think that he will not only have a customer for life, but I wonder how many people this lady told that he did this. I'm not saying you need to buy groceries for all of your elderly customers, but are you thinking about them? What else could you do for them? I can't tell you how many of my customers just appreciated that I was checking in and asking if they were okay. It only takes a moment to ask, are you okay? Or even simpler, to give someone just a smile. Have an outward focus during a crisis or challenge, and it will not only help you feel good, it is a great business practice that should not be limited to just times of challenge or crisis. For the fifth tip, I suggest that you increase your marketing. Yes, do more marketing. Now, you're thinking, but hey, Tracy, you said to cut expenses, and if I do more marketing, then I need to spend more. Marketing is never an expense in your business. It should always be an investment. When you spend money, you spend it and you might get a product or service or something for it. But when you invest, you want to return on that investment. If you invest $10, then you want to make at least $20 back, right? Marketing is an investment, not a spend. The other thing is that the majority of business owners will see their marketing as a spend. So therefore, will slow, if not stop their marketing during a crisis or challenging time. This is good news for you because it cuts the noise that your potential customers are getting placed in front of them. A good analogy would be that there are 10 TV stations going to air in normal times. For example, 10 different businesses or competitors, the same as you going to air. So now instead of a customer having a choice of 10 TV stations to tune into, there's only a choice of three TV stations to tune into. You want to be one of those three stations. Your competitors, and in fact, all sorts of businesses will reduce or stop marketing. So you will have better cut through with your marketing. It will be easier to get in front of people and get their attention. I often think that running a business during a crisis is like running up a hill. During good times in the economy, it's like we're running on a flat bitumen road. It's pretty easy to run when the road is flat and sealed. It doesn't take up too much energy. Now, when the economy is tighter, it's like we're running up a hill. You can still run at the same speed as you do on a flat road. It would just take more energy. You need to dig a little deeper and you need to have more mental toughness. It is possible. It just takes some more effort. Same with your marketing during a crisis. You're marketing uphill, but the good thing is, just like if you were out and about running, less people are willing to run up a hill, so there's less competition. Remember too that there are two types of investment into marketing, dollars or time. Maybe what you need to actually invest in your marketing is some more time-based strategies rather than dollar-based strategies. Okay, number six of my tips, stay strong, stay positive. This is a pretty short tip, but you have to keep putting good stuff into your mind. I remember Kate, my first business coach, once said to me, garbage in and garbage out. Think like right now, you're listening to this podcast, 
but you could be listening to some garbage on the radio that doesn't help you at all. I limit the amount of news I watch. Actually, I generally don't watch the news at all. If something important happens, my mum will call and let me know, trust me. Have you noticed how negative the news is? You don't want to fill your head with any more negative things just that cause you worry. During COVID, I've had to stay informed, especially with government restrictions and do's and don'ts for business. So what I did was I limited my news watching to just one hour a day. And I watched The Project on TV in Australia. Now, for our international listeners out there, the tagline of The Project is something like the news done differently. It's a news show, but it's done with some personality. They have some fun and funny segments, some feel-good segments. They totally do the top news stories of the day but done in a way that I'd say is far more conversational and they discuss what it means. It isn't so sensationalised or negative. So if you need to get negative information, then get it from the right source that are informing you, not sensationalising it. Stop talking about negative stuff with people. If you have super negative people in your life, then limit your interactions with them, even your family. None of this helps you. Garbage in, garbage out. Okay, our final tip, tip number seven, be kind to yourself, be gentle to yourself. Don't beat yourself up and say horrible things to yourself. What we say to ourselves, about ourselves, when we're by ourselves, can be some of the most important things we say, and if not done with care, can be absolutely the most damaging things. Stop trying to be perfect. We are not in perfect conditions, so you can't give a perfect performance. A couple of years ago, the Commonwealth Games were held right here on the Gold Coast where I live. The swimming pool was an open-air pool. It had no roof, so it was open to the elements. They talked about that we wouldn't see many, if any, records set in the pool because of this simple fact that it was an outdoor pool, not indoor, that the elements of nature would affect the ability for the swimmers to swim at top speeds. We are working in the elements. Don't expect records. Don't expect perfection from yourself because the situation, the conditions are not perfect. It's okay to struggle. It's okay to have bad days and it's okay to make mistakes. Just be kind to yourself when you do any of these things. And also remember to allow time for rest and recovery. I learned this the hard way in my life. I stressed myself out so much in business And I decided I should basically work around the clock to get through a challenging time a few years back now to a point where my body stopped producing cortisol. And cortisol is a hormone that's produced by your adrenal glands to produce adrenaline. Basically, I blew out my adrenal glands. I was diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome. I was so fatigued that it almost stopped me in my tracks. Now, I'm made of tough stuff because my doctor was like, you should be bedridden. But I was out and about traveling Uh, speaking on stages around the world, working with clients, but I wasn't at my best. I almost put myself into a position where I couldn't work at all. So in times of stress, it's important to rest and recover as it is to work. Keep balance in your life. Find ways to release some stress. Going for a walk costs you nothing, but can help you process everything that's going on. Getting outside is the number one tip I have for you. Your regular bedtimes will help rest and recovery. Watch what you eat and what you drink. Take care of yourself. So there you have it. This has probably gone for a bit longer than I expected when I started this episode, but I truly hope that it has helped you, not only during this time with our elephant in the room that's COVID, 
but maybe in the future when we have a new challenging time or situation. Because this is not the first one, nor will it be the last. It is a big one that is affecting a lot of people around the world, which makes it seem bigger. But we will get through this. Look for the opportunities, not the obstacle, and make that decision. Will this be the making of you or the breaking of you? Hopefully you're going to choose to join me and remember in the future that this was the time that made us. So let's start acting as if now. Let's make this decision once that this is going to be the time that's going to make us. Did you know that 9 out of every 10 business owners complain that they simply don't have enough time? I believe that not having enough time is one of the greatest excuses that holds small business owners back from their true potential and the profits they deserve. We've all been taught our entire lives that being in business means working around the clock to achieve success because business is supposed to be hard, right? I believe business should be simple. And this is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Time. I wanna show you how to take control back on your time, how to think about time differently, and all with simple strategies that take no time to implement so that you then have the time to create the success you desire. And the best part is, the program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.tracyleek.com slash time and we can get started right now.